There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bing and bong, bing, 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 bing. You know, the thing that Claire does at the start of the show, etc. Hello, it's just James this week. Uh, not to startle anybody. Nothing has happened to Claire. Well, something has happened to her, but it's a good thing. She's actually on tour through the UK I've got some uh, dates that I need to read out. I am contractually obligated to do so. It was actually in our marriage vows, and that's why I have to do it. You know, unfortunately, but that's just the way things go. But in the meantime, I thought, hey, I'll give you a little update for what's happening on Suggestible over the next three-ish weeks. So the idea initially was that we're going to do recaps for and just like that. But we watched the first two episodes. They're already out. And my goodness, what a dreadful show. It just... (sighs) So look, it's honestly too grim to talk about. This is supposed to be a more positive show, you know, where we're like, hey, I love this thing or this person or this music or this, you know, Claire's like, oh, I found a book and it's about pictures of leaves or whatever. You know what she does. And we kind of didn't really want to go down uh, that that road for this. So I guess the idea is that I might do a few minisodes. Maybe I'll get in like a fill-in guest and by guest I probably mean Mason, I guess, to cover for Suggestible. Or it might just be like, hey, here's the dates for the shows that Claire's doing this week. Or whatever. Because look, also, uh, I'm home with the kids for the next three weeks, uh, which is just, you know, my God, exhausting. So look, maybe it'll be nothing. I don't know. But look, before we get to the dates, I know we're keeping it positive here. That's what we do. It's sickening, quite frankly. But I just I feel like I have to say some things about it just like that season too. So as people might know, I'm a big fan of Sex in the City. Uh, even the first movie, it's like, it's fine. This is fine as a movie. Second movie, obviously dreadful. First season of just like that. There's some good episodes and character moments in whatever. And, you know, what is it like to, now that these characters are in their 50s, et cetera, and so forth? What is it like if Samantha isn't talking to anybody for reasons unbeknownst to uh, the people in the show or whatever's going on there? What happens if Big dies? Well, he dies in the show and then he gets cancelled in real life. That was perfect timing. It was it was beautiful. But all in all, kind of the, the show, you know, it ended the first season. It was like, yeah, I guess that was could have been much worse. So starting season two, just... They've absolutely sucked the life and air out of all of these characters. It feels so just hollow and terribly unfunny. It is a chore to watch, and I'd imagine also a chore to talk about at length. One of the episodes, I think it's the first one in in the series, I think, in the new series, it's completely dedicated to some of them going to the Met Gala or whatever, which is like a horrible place as is. Have you ever seen any footage from that ever? Just weird, rich freaks swanning about and terrible clothing and whatever. And look, hey, do your fashion if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. But just weird vibes, just vampiric looking ghouls clip-clopping about and weird big shoes or whatever. Junk. Anyway, so the whole episode is like about that. Like, oh, are we going to make it to the Met Gala or whatever? I hope we make it to the Met Gala. And what it just completely unrelatable scenario. They've taken all, like, the grimness out of Sex in the City, because if you remember, like, the original series, and even, I guess, some of the last series, I guess, a little bit, but not really, they would sometimes go to, like, a fancier thing. But a lot of the times you'd see, like, the grimier or more realistic aspects of New York and even the characters. But now that they're all, like, 
rich people in their 50s. It's like, who gives a shit about... What are their problems? Oh, my dress isn't going to fit me for the Met Gala ball. Oh, I guess the resolution is I'll wear the dress that I was supposed to get married to with Big the first time. And that's nothing. And then you think like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll see what hijinks happen at the Met Gala ball. Maybe they'll witness Jason Derulo tumbling down the stairs or whatever. But no, we don't even see it. Like, you'd think there'd be some humour to be had in going there and just being like, look at these awful freaks with their skin pinned back over their skulls, desperately trying to look cool. There's none of that. Because I feel like there'd be something to be said there, you know? Something about the rich, etc. You know, people are always saying things about the rich. They're like, oh, you know, the rich this and that, you know, which quite frankly, I don't agree with. I think the rich, you know, they got it rough. They got it rougher than anybody. Because, you know, if you ask any, you know, super rich person, they're like, well, you know, I've still got, I've still got problems. You know, my money didn't make me happy or whatever. Yeah, but here's the thing. If to counterpoint to that, I guess, is if you've got your basic needs covered, like if you are financially not worried about healthcare or car insurance or education or food or any of these things, it clears so much space in your mind to pursue other activities. And I guess that's the thing with art, right? Because there is that criticism of so many people who make art because they're from this world or eventually integrated into it. And this excludes podcasts, obviously. I exclude myself from this because, you know, it's it's an entirely different art form filled with grubs. That, that's my defense. Is that only the rich have the time and resources to be involved in fashion or painting or writing or cartwheels, which is probably a form of art. I'd imagine gymnastics, it's an art in itself, isn't it? Anyways, I guess my point is, what a horrible show. Completely devoid of emotion or sexuality, and I know they've put, like, more sex in it this season, but it's just, ah, blah, really unpleasant to watch. Terribly unsexy. And if you're going to make it terribly unsexy, you could at least make it funny. Put in a funny, sexy scenario. But no! Anyways, that's my recap of Sex in the City, the one where they, they go to the Met Gala, but you don't see the Met Gala. But if you want to go to an event, you know, like of, of real people, of real good fun times, you can actually head over to claretonti.com slash events. And these are the dates that you might see hypothetically for our Claire's upcoming shows in the UK. So on July 2nd, oh my God, that's this coming Sunday. I hope there are still some tickets left. You can actually head to the Space UK in London for a 2 p.m. show where Claire's going to performing her new album, Matrescence, which let me just say, incredible, genuinely. There's been a bunch of sold out shows here in Melbourne. Incredible response. If you're a person who's maybe interested in indie folk songs, which might be about love or identity loss or motherhood, grief, birthing trauma, the complexity of being a human being or a parent or being a creative person, any of this, this might be just for you. I know a lot of people who have given birth or maybe in this field feel like they've got something out of this in terms of also like the conversations they have with others even. This is a topic that Claire feels very passionately about that it's not really covered. Well, it's been more covered now more recently, which is great. And there's a bunch of other people who are doing some of these shows with Claire that are also interested in this topic. So I don't know, grab, grab a group of people if you're interested, maybe a partner, friends, maybe come alone. I don't know. It's up to you. Also, it's not one of these things that, like, goes for, like, ever. You know what I mean? You're not going to be like, oh, my God, why is this taking so long? They're like, bam, let's start the show at 2 p.m. Love that time for a show. Love it. Anyway, we've got to move it along. July 4th at the Hall in Exeter. That one is at 10 a.m. That's even earlier. I think that's too early, but that's just me. I'm joking. I think it's actually the best time. I got you then. But, yeah, head down to that if you're interested. July 6th, the Ballow Bar. That one's a little bit later. You might have a bit of a nighttime experience. That one's at 8 p.m. Where's the Ballow Bar, though? I have no idea. Let's find out. Oh, it's in Dublin, apparently. That's good. I've been to Dublin. I thought it was nice. Then on July 8th, 
Glasgow at the Kingsborough Gardens. That show is at 2pm, followed by July 9th, back-to-back in Edinburgh. Bruh. That one's at the Caves at 2pm. Oh my God, another 2pm show. Incredible. July 11th, the Eagle in Manchester, 8pm. July 13th, Petersfield in Hampshire at the Petersfield Museum and Art Gallery, 7.30pm for that one. And to wrap everything up, July 16th, this is going to be a matrescence event with author Lucy Jones. Now, this is going to be an intimate afternoon starting at 3 p.m. about matrescence, as in becoming a mother and maternal well-being with author Lucy Jones and Claire Tonti, who you might know from this podcast and also music and other things in her podcast, Tonts also. I was going to say award-winning, and I don't know if that's true, but it should be. I'll tell you that much. That one's in Bassingstoke at Willow's Coffee House. So just incredible. If you can make it to any of these, I believe there are still tickets available for most of these events. But again, check out claretonti.com slash events if you are interested. Wow, what an incredible show we've had here. And listen, maybe you're thinking, James, are you going to be talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Absolutely, we are at the Weekly Planet this week. The show's going to be a little bit delayed. It's going to be like Monday night, my time it will be released, or whatever that translates to wherever you are in the world. So yeah, I'm very excited to talk about that movie that Mason's all like, Oh, James, you don't even, uh, you shouldn't get excited about any Indiana Jones or anything because I'm a, I'm a bloody, I'm a big downer and whatever. And you're, you're an idiot. And you know, that's mean, I think. So anyways, two or dates are linked below. Thank you to Collings for editing this and throwing it up and let's all just have a good week. All right. Have a fun time. And, uh, if you can avoid it, don't watch the new series of, and just like that, because you will be you're just not going to have a good time. You're going to be like, oh, why did I experience that with my eyes and ears? And it's also affecting my other senses. Ugh, that'll be you. All right, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.